Howdy folks and welcome to the Dirt Road Cowboys Christian Podcast. My name's Dean, also known as the Dirt Road Cowboy. And if this is your first time tuning in or whether you're a repeat listener, I want to thank you for coming along, for listening to what I have to say. I really appreciate it. Okay, this is probably going to be a short one. My throat's scratchy and raspy and I think it's something in the air. Recently we had the burn bans lifted around this area and people have been burning all kinds of nasty stuff. And I think it's getting into my throat. Anyway, we're going to talk about how God confirms a word that he's given you. Have you ever been in that situation where you think you've heard from God and you want to make sure that it's really him? That it's not just you making things up. Hey, welcome to the club. We all go through it. But it's important to learn how to hear from God. The scripture says that he confirmed his word with signs following. So it's not against the scripture to get God to confirm something. Now, sometimes we're not always going to get signs, wonders, and miracles right away. There's a timing for the things of God. And sometimes we have to wait for his timing because he knows how it's going to play out in the end and we don't. Uh, We can want it right now. Trust me, been there, done that, still there, still doing that. But we have to be patient. We were told that let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Well, wanting nothing there includes the wanting of the fulfillment of what he told you he was going to do for you. Okay. So how does he confirm things then? Well, sometimes he'll confirm it right in the scripture. If you see something in the scripture that is a promise from God, you can take hold of that promise, especially if it lines up with something you've received in your spirit, and you can stand firmly on the scriptures. But sometimes you'll just be reading, you know, doing your daily Bible readings, which you should be doing every day, just because it helps separate you from the world and get your focus where it belongs. Don't make some kind of a religious rule out of it, but spend the time reading about the things of God. Get that saturated into your mind so that you'll automatically know the things of God versus the things of your own selfish desires or the things the devil's trying to throw at you. Jesus said that those that listen to his words and do it are like someone that has built their house on a strong foundation. So in order to build anything on that foundation, you got to have the foundation. The foundation is the scriptures. What Jesus said, what the scriptures say. You can build your hopes on that. Hope is the blueprint to lay your faith onto, to cause something to be built into this world. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But if you don't have hope, you got nothing to build your faith on. Put your hope in the things that God has promised you That you can back up with the scripture. I don't mean you have to have book, chapter, and verse. But if it doesn't violate the scripture, if it goes along with the scripture, then I'd say go ahead and stand on it unless you get something else from God, not from the devil, but from God, that tells you differently. Now other times, you can be reading something completely unrelated to the scriptures. I've done that before. I like to read a variety of different kinds of books. And something will be right there in a book, completely out of place, but it will be exactly what God has told me. Some character in a fictional novel will say what God told me. I don't believe in coincidences, people. So for me to pick up a novel and to read it 
and to see the exact words that God promised me right there, well, that's no coincidence. It's his way of using things. He can use anything he wants to, to confirm what he said to you, to give you that hope, to keep holding on to that promise. I was reading a book not too long ago, and the term avenging angel was mentioned in there twice. Now, that's not something you hear very often. God has already promised me that the avenging angels have been released, and I wanted to get some confirmation just to know that I wasn't just making it all up. And then I read this book that talks about avenging angels twice. I'm taking it as a confirmation. Now, you don't have to if you don't want to, but this is my confirmation and what happened to me right after I asked him to confirm something. Now, the avenging angels aren't doing everything that I expect them to do right now, but they're getting things set up according to God's timing. He just wants me to have something to hold on to while I'm waiting for these things to happen. Now, sometimes God will use other people to confirm a word that he's given you. Sometimes it'll be other Christians. If you go to church, if you go to a church that has people that are into the prophetic, he can use them to speak to you, to confirm things to you, and to give you that boldness to keep hanging on, especially when you're going through the tough times. But there are other times he can just use a random person, and they can say something that absolutely confirms what God has told you, and they don't have to be operating in the gift of the prophetic. He can just speak it through them. And they don't know why they said it, but they said it. And they'll look at you funny, and they'll say something like, I have no idea why I just said that. And on the inside you're saying, yeah, but I know, thank you, God. And sometimes... You'll even hear something on the TV or the radio that'll be just the thing that you need to hear right at that time. There's a lot of people that have tuned into Christian TV programs or Christian radio stations or whatever, and they've heard a word or a song or something that was just what they needed to hear right at that time. No coincidences. God had you turn it on and tune in right when he was trying to get something across to you. Another thing I want to bring up is the topic of fleeces. Now, we read in the Old Testament about Gideon, and when the angel appeared to him and told him a direct message from God, well, he wanted to have some confirmation because he's gone through some really rough times in his life and in the whole lives of the nation of Israel. They were being conquered. And he was told that he was going to defeat the armies that were holding them in bondage and slavery and he was going to set the nation free. Don't need to tell you, that's a pretty big call in your life. So he wanted to get some confirmation on that. I mean, normally when people would have an angel appear to them, that might be confirmation enough. He could see the angel who told him that he was going to do it. But he wanted an extra confirmation. He was scared. Imagine God called you to lead an army, to overthrow an invading enemy. That would be some scary stuff. You're going against a big army. So we got to give Gideon a break here. Yeah, he saw an angel, but he doubted himself. He didn't really doubt the word of the angel so much as he doubted his own ability to do it. He was trying to get the angel to maybe go to someone else that's got more courage and more strength and more charisma or whatever. But he decided to just go directly to God and he laid out the sheep's fleece. And on one occasion he said, okay... I'm going to lay this out, God, and I want you to give me a confirmation. When the morning dew comes, let the dew be all around this thing, and let it be completely dry. And then on another time, after that happened, 
he put out the fleece again, he said, okay, do the opposite. Make the fleece soaking wet and the ground completely dry. And I don't remember which order he did this in. It doesn't really matter. He got a double confirmation in the physical. And God confirmed it twice. He confirmed the word of the angel two times. And he did not get mad at Gideon. He doesn't get mad when you seek out a confirmation. He'd get mad if you sought out the confirmation and said, okay, well, yeah, you confirmed this, but no, I'm not going to do it anyway. I'm not going to believe you anyhow. That's when you're pushing it. If Gideon would have said, okay, had an angel, had two confirmations after that, nah, I'm going somewhere else. That would not have gone well for him. So, a confirmation is not a bad thing. He can use many ways to reassure you. He's a loving father and he wants you to be sure that you are not being deceived. We have an enemy out there, people, who is out to deceive. He's the father of all lies, according to Jesus. He's out to steal, kill, and destroy. And he will steal your dreams, kill your vision, and destroy everything that God wants you to do. So obviously the enemy is going to try to distract you from doing God's will because he knows that it's going to cause problems for him. Everything that God does in this world is going to cause problems for the devil. He's going to try to give you some false leadings, but there's going to be something in you that feels off about it. I mean, he's going to try to tempt you with sin. But if you've already built your foundation on the Bible, on the words of Jesus, on the words of the Bible, then you're not going to be tempted to say, oh, I know that it's God's will for me to have an affair. I know that it's God's will for me to steal that instead of paying for it. Oh, I know that it's God's will for me to cheat someone else out of their profits so that I can prosper. No, you know that's garbage. You know that's straight from the devil. And it's going to lead to your death. So use the biblical scriptures as a foundation. You won't sin if you're building on the foundation of the Bible. God's not going to do something contrary to the Bible or tell you to do something contrary. The Bible says that he doesn't change. I am the Lord, I change not. And in another place it says that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So you can build a strong foundation on the Bible. It may not give you your exact things that you need to know, but if you build your foundation there, you'll be able to more easily detect the false from the truth. That plus asking God for some confirmation. Don't be afraid to go to God and ask for confirmation. He'll find some way to get it through to you. And that's where we're going to cut it. Sorry if it's been a little short. Like I said, my throat's a bit scratchy. And I'm just going to take it easy on my throat, drink some water, and go ahead and get this edited. But before that, I want to pray over you. I want to pray that the Holy Spirit will open your eyes to the truth of God's calling in your life. If you haven't heard from God what he wants you to do, then I pray that the Holy Spirit will point out whether or not you have heard from God, and maybe you're just ignoring it, but to bring you the truth, to enlighten you, to bring you closer to God and his will for your life. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll be back in a couple weeks, folks. Until then, you can find out more about me at my website, www.dirtroadcowboy.com. Till then, this is the Dirt Road Cowboy, signing out. Bye, y'all.